TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, for folks in Allegheny County, the Kane Regional Centers, the four Kane uh, Regional Centers, sometimes people call them Kane Hospitals, uh, but they are skilled nursing and rehabilitation centers, have been a community asset uh, for, I believe, about 40 years. Uh, Kane McKeesport is adding something new. On the line with us this morning uh, is Dennis Biondo. He is the executive director of the four Kane Centers. Uh, Good morning, Dennis. And he also has with him uh, Neil Bowser, who's uh, the administrator at Kane McKeesport, Denise Colbert, uh, Mimi Verassi, and Bill Lalonde. Uh, good morning to the group. <laughs> I, I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect such a such a big audience. Um, f- first things first, uh, Mr. Biano, tell us about the um, the the new initiative, the new special care unit, uh, which opened. Uh, is it open now? Is it? It's. It's. Uh, yes, it is. We had a grand opening earlier this week on Tuesday. Okay. This new special unit will focus on providing services for uh, persons who need skilled nursing care for medical needs, but they also have a co-occurring substance use disorder. I, I think fo- folks often think of the cane centers as only uh, helping the elderly, but that's that's not that's not the case. No, that, that is no longer the case. At one time, that may have been more you would see in our facility, typical uh, nursing home type of residence. But as we've learned over the years, needs care go beyond the, the typical uh, nursing care item we've been familiar with before. So we've created a unit that many of our centers address those specific needs. Okay, so so talk to us about this. The special care unit uh, at Kane McKeesport is going to be for folks who are struggling with substance abuse, correct? Correct. When we talk about substance abuse, what kind of abuses are we talking about? Probably a lot of people's minds immediately go to opioids. That, that is correct. That that is what we see as the need that uh, has risen in our community and really across the country. So we expect that we'll receive type of a resident, but it could be alcohol, it could be any substance that's uh, subject to use or abuse. We're talking uh, with Dennis Biondo uh, from the Kane Centers uh, in Allegheny County. Uh, also uh, with him at the office are Neil Bowser, Denise Colbert, uh, Mimi Verassi, and Bill Lalonde. They all work uh, with the Kane Centers in Allegheny County. Uh, before we go any further, uh, let's back up just a little bit. Uh, and Dennis, could you tell us a little bit about uh, the cane centers for people who m- maybe see them or they've heard of them, but they don't know exactly how, what they do and how they work. The cane uh, community living centers are four centers that are owned and operated by Allegheny County. They provide skilled nursing care that's for folks who need rehabilitation after a hospital stay in many cases or long-term care they need be in a nursing facility for longer periods of time. There are four centers that are located in Allegheny County. Uh, one in McKeesport, there's one in the Glen Hazel section of Pittsburgh, one in Ross Township, but one in Scott Township. 
Um, they opened in 1983, 1984. Okay. Okay. So they're a little more than 30 years old. Okay. About how many patients a year or how many beds? I'm not sure. How, how do you count the number of people who are served by the four cane centers? We count by beds. Okay. And the four centers each have a different uh, capacity. The total is 1,166 beds. Okay. Uh, at any given time, we're about 85 to 90 percent full. Okay. What is the average length of a stay for, for someone at, at one of the four cane centers? Well, it's hard to define an average length of stay because okay. you'll have some who stay a couple of weeks for rehabilitation, and then you'll have some who have been with us for several years. Uh, we're talking with uh, Dennis uh, Biondo. He is executive director of the uh, Kane Community Living, Living Centers. And we're talking specifically about the new special care unit that is opening in McKeesport uh, for people who have both a long-term medical condition and a co-occurring substance abuse issue. We, we've heard a lot nationally about the opioid problem, which is drugs which are chemically similar to heroin. Is that a good way to... That, that's correct. Um, when did this start to reach Kane? When did this start to become a problem with admissions for, for folks who were seeking treatment at Kane? Well, we noticed that when our admissions department began receiving referrals, and those referrals included uh, persons who had, we, we noticed the, these co-occurring issues with uh, substance abuse or substance use, and often it was opioids. Um, that's been occurring over the last year or so. Okay. Is it generally prescription painkillers, or is, is it a combination of illegal drugs and un, un, illegally used prescription drugs? Uh, it's it, it both. It would be both. And it, what sort of special circumstances then? I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here a little bit because I'm, I'm trying to imagine who might be using this unit. Someone who has been injured in an accident? Someone who has had... Uh, uh, walk me through that. Yeah, when when we noticed it and we started looking at how we might be able to address it, we've spoken with some addiction specialists, physicians, and uh, experts from the hospitals. And what they've explained to us or what they've described to us is often these will be persons who have these underlying uh, abuse disorders, and those result in medical conditions, whether it's heart conditions or uh, wounds from, from mm. how they use their, the, drug, the drugs. And uh, those are the types of medical conditions that would require a stay in a facility like ours while we clear up those medical conditions. Um, we're talking with Dennis Biondo. He's executive director of the Four Kane Community Living Centers. I don't think we've given out your website or phone number uh, information. If people want more information, can you give that to us, please? Sure. The phone number is 412-422-6156. And the uh, website is AlleghenyCounty.us slash Kane, okay. K-A-N-E. So we'll give that information out uh, a couple of more times uh, here as we talk. We have also not mentioned who is going to be operating this center at uh, Kane McKeesport. This is a partnership with uh, Gateway Health, Highmark, and Allegheny Health Network, correct? That's correct. Okay. and, and Allegheny and, Health Network will be providing the uh, expertise related to substance use 
and abuse. Uh, they will have a physician who's an addiction specialist, a uh, nurse practitioner who's an addiction, addiction specialist, mm-hmm. as well as a uh, program coordinator. Uh, and those will be provided by Allegheny Health, Mark Health, and Community or uh, Gateway Health Plan. And, and approximately how many beds uh, at McKeesport? The unit is certified for 60 beds. We will probably limit it to 30 to 45 uh, residents at any given time. Okay. Um, and we are going to have to take a break here in, in just a second. But before we do, is it correct that, that the cane centers, generally speaking, are for people who have limited ability to pay? Uh, our centers primarily serve persons who are uh, on medical assistance uh, to Medicaid beneficiaries. Okay. Um, let's take but, not, our... but it's not limited to that. Okay. Okay. Let's take our break. When we come back, I, I want to ask you um, about some of the special problems that someone who has an addiction to opioid or some other substance uh, may have and, and what challenges that has presented uh, for Kane and for the caregivers uh, who work at Kane. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're talking with Dennis Biondo. He's executive director of the four uh, Allegheny County Kane Community Living Centers. We're talking specifically about the new substance abuse unit, the special care unit that has opened at Kane McKeesport. If you'd like more information about the Kane Centers, AlleghenyCounty.us forward slash Kane. You can also call 412-422-6156. And you're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes. Support comes from the readers of TubeCityOnline.com and the Tube City Almanac. And we thank them for their support. If you'd like to contribute, please visit our website, call us at 412-614-9659, or email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. On the line with us right now is Mimi Verassi. Uh, she also works for the Kane Community Living Centers. Mimi, what is your uh, job title there? I'm an admissions coordinator. Okay, so we were just talking with, are you at McKeesport or for all four centers? I actually work for all four centers. Okay, so um, we were talking with uh, Dennis Biondo, who's the executive director of the Kane Community Living Centers, um, about this new special care unit at Kane McKeesport. Uh, talk to us about how people are presenting um, when, when they're, uh, and, and how are they seeking admissions? Are they referred by a primary care physician? Are they referred by a hospital? How are they coming to you? Typically, they're referred from the hospital. We get a referral from the area hospitals, mostly the local city hospitals. Mm -hmm. So either the UPMC system or the Allegheny Health Network system, somebody was admitted for some acute special condition. They were injured. They have a heart problem. They were rushed to the hospital. And now they're about to be discharged. But what? They need longer-term care. Sure. So typically, the types of problems we see are patients that have um, conditions related to their IV drug abuse or their substance use disorder. Okay, so that's specifically for the folks who are um, suffering from the substance uh, use uh, con- conditions. Correct. What happens is if they're using um, types of needles that aren't actually using aseptic technique, they can get an infection in their heart, and a pretty severe infection. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, it's so called endocarditis. Okay. Um, and actually, it's Sorry, go ahead. No, I, 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 
I was thinking injection. I was thinking infections with IV drug use directly at the site of the injection, but the infection is actually traveling to the heart. Well, you do have those types of infections that happen onto the skin, but the more severe infections affect the heart. Okay. What are the age ranges of the folks that you're seeing? All types of, all types of ages, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, they could be in their 30s. They can be their 20s. They can be in their 60s or 70s. And and, and with this new... Well, let me back up for just a second. We're talking with Mimi Verassi. She's an admissions coordinator for the Kane Community Living Centers. Um, and we're talking about their new uh, special care unit at the Kane McKeesport uh, Center for people who have a medical condition and a co-occurring substance use disorder. There's lots of conditions that are aggravated by uh, illegal substance use or, for, or substance abuse. But are, are there other conditions that maybe are not necessarily directly related? Uh, dementia, uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, a slip and fall accidents, hip replacement, joint replacement, that someone also has a co-occurring substance use problem. Absolutely. Okay. Up until this point, what could Kane, the community living centers, do for someone like that? Well, unfortunately, we wouldn't be able to um, distribute medication such as the Boxin. Okay. We didn't have a licensure for that. Okay. Now with our partnership with AHN and the appropriate people in positions, we're able to do that. Okay. Um, and, and, and how, how is someone going to be evaluated for admission to this new special care unit? I mean, what are, what are the, uh, the criteria for being admitted? Well, currently right now we would get the referral. Uh-huh. I would actually review the referral and actually go out to the hospital and meet with a patient, talk with the staff, nurses, doctors, um, and then do my assessment. I would review that assessment with our medical director who's Roger Zajacek, mm-hmm. and then we would see whether or not that patient would be appropriate for the unit. And, Currently, and, we're only doing the Suboxone. Okay. Um, in the future, we're looking towards the methadone maintenance program as well. Okay. But we're just piloting right now with Suboxone and our partner with the HN, and then eventually, as we develop the unit and see how it goes, we're going to continue to work with different options. Uh, we're talking right now with uh, Mimi Verassi. She's an admissions coordinator for the Kane Community Living Centers. You can get more information about the Kane Centers by going to www.alleghenycounty.us forward slash Kane. You can also call 412-422-6156. Tell us what Suboxone is. I've heard of it, but I don't know that I know exactly what it does. Suboxone is a medication that helps patients that are in recovery. Um, it's an opioid receptor, so it helps that patient that has a substance abuse disorder um, of the cravings okay. of the um, other opiate, picks up those receptors so that they can continue to get healthy and go on their road to recovery. Is, is, that is that something then that they are going to have to take for the rest of their life, or is the goal to wean them off of it eventually? possible for both. Okay. Okay. Um, What are the challenges, and and I'm not sure if if you feel more comfortable answering this or uh, Denise Colbert feels more uh, comfortable answering this, Um, what are the challenges that you've faced up until now when someone has been admitted to a cane hospital and has had an addiction problem that has been untreated? Unfortunately, we've not been able to accept them. Okay. So we weren't able to dispense toxins. Where did they end up then? That's a good question. They stay in the hospital. And unfortunately, with these really severe infections that are caused um, by their use, um, 
they stay in the hospital for a week a month. So they stay in the acute care hospital where they went maybe initially seeking emergency treatment. Correct. Okay. Or they go home and continue to get sick and sicker. And these infections that hit the heart, they in particular like the um, tricuspid valve, and they grow this type of vegetation, it's called. Okay. And it kills these valves. And they have you see 30-year-olds with the tricuspid valve prosthetics. Wow. Yeah, and these people are very, very sick and can die um, and have. The, the, the opioid, they call it an opioid crisis, has touched so many people, but so much of it is happening kind of in the background. And this is something that this is all new to me, and I have a feeling it's, it's new to our listeners as well. Um, a, a, along with the suboxone uh, treatment, which to stop the cravings for the opioid substance, is there going to be mental health counseling as well and, and, and addiction counseling as well? Well, we're actually not a recovery center. Okay. But we will have um, psychiatric services because a lot of times with the population that we're seeing, not only do they have addiction issues, but they also have mental health issues. Okay. They're typically called dual diagnoses. So it may be a case that they started using a substance or abusing a substance because of the, the co-occurring mental health Absolutely. issue. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're talking with Mimi Farassi right now. She's uh, admissions coordinator uh, for the Kane Community Living Centers. We also have been talking with Dennis Biondo. He is uh, the executive director of the Kane Centers. There are four Kane uh, Community Living Centers, McKeesport, Glen Hazel, Scott, and Ross. Uh, the McKeesport Center is now going to be accepting uh, patients who have medic both a medical condition that needs to be treated and a co-occurring substance uh, disorder, so substance abuse. Four one two four two two six one five six for general information, or go to www.alleghenycounty.us forward slash cane to get more information. Dennis, why was McKeesport selected as the first unit? Well, McKeesport was uh, particularly well suited because at the time that this arose over the last year, year and a half, we had capacity at McKeesport, and we were actually in the process renovating unit, so the unit was vacant, Okay. Um, and we were able to quickly repurpose that unit for this specific type of uh, care. As this problem so far does not seem to be abating, and we've had on this particular radio program, we've had both uh, people from the criminal justice field and addiction specialists talking about it, and they both say, you know, the, the ramp up in the number of cases that they are seeing is is disturbing and astonishing, and it so far, it doesn't seem to have leveled off much. Um, is there the thought that additional addiction treatments uh, units may be opened at the other three cane centers? Well, we wouldn't rule that out, but we would have to wait to see how first how this one worked out and then whether or not the, there's capacity at the other centers to to repurpose them for this particular type of care. Okay. Uh, we're talking with Dennis Biondo. He's executive director of the Kane Community Living Centers in Allegheny County. There are four of them. Uh, also with him are Neil Bowser, uh, Mimi Verassi, uh, Bill Lalonde, and Denise Colbert, uh, all of whom work at the four Kane Centers, 412-422-6156 or www.alleghenycounty.us forward slash Kane. And we'll be back here in 30 seconds to wrap things up on Radio 81 WEDO. 1550 and 101.5. 1.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. 
If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Welcome back, and our guests uh, for a few more minutes uh, are Dennis Biondo, Mimi Verassi, Neil Bowser, Denise Colbert, and Bill Lalonde. They are with the Kane Community Living Centers. There are four of them, McKeesport, Glen Hazel, uh, Ross, and Scott. Uh, we're talking specifically right now about the new units, 45, well, I, I think it's nominally 45, but uh, Dennis, you said 30 to 60 um, bed unit at Kane McKeesport, which uh, is equipped to treat people with um, substance abuse problems problems in addition to some long-term health issue. Um, uh, Dennis, before we took the break, we were talking with uh, Mimi, who's an admissions co- uh, coordinator, and she said um, they're seeing people with, with heart valve problems who are in their 30s, and it's a direct result of infections that they've acquired through intravenous drug use. W- what other kinds of challenges uh, are the Kane hospitals uh, being equipped to treat? Well, we have specialty units at several of our facilities. We have uh, memory care units, for folks that are suffering from memory loss, the dementia, Alzheimer's type uh, uh, conditions. We have a couple of behavior units at our Glen Hazel Center for residents who have, of course, the medical conditions, but they also have behavior issues that might prevent them from being accepted at other nursing facilities. And that brings up a, a point that I think people listening to this are probably going to have that question, especially if they have um, a loved one or they themselves uh, have used one of the Kane uh, skilled nursing and rehabilitation units. And that is, is this going to be safe for the other patients who are maybe being treated for dementia, memory loss, cognitive deficit, uh, uh, recovering after a hip replacement, joint replacement, um, is it safe to have them with people who are recovering from substance abuse in the same hospital or same center? Uh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Um, our units and the specialty units particularly are access controlled so that you, you don't have the ability to have residents who might have uh, conditions that uh, someone would be concerned about with their loved ones. Um, the the, the Types of residents we expect in this new unit are our neighbors, our friends, our family members that you would see out on the street uh, any time of day. Well, then that's I'm going to flip the question now upside down because uh, you have Bill Lalonde there, and I know he's with the, the the Kane Foundations. He works with them. There are a lot of activities. I've had several relatives who've been uh, treated uh, very well at the Kane Centers, particularly the one in McKeesport. Um, there are many activities and uh, social and uh, entertainment uh, activities that the Kane residents participate in. Trips to movies, the theater, uh, baseball, football games, uh, things like that, shopping trips um, that they get to go on. Is that something that the people who are recovering from substance use will also get a chance to take part in? Oh, sure, to the extent that their uh, physician allows for that and their medical condition allows for that. For all of our residents, we, we have a treatment team who looks at what the resident needs, what's in the best interest of the residents, and what they're able to do. So to the extent the treatment team would determine that the resident could go out to the football, a football camp or to a baseball game, uh, we'd certainly include them in that. So, so it's, it's going to be safe for the people who are in the other units of Kane, but, it's oh, also, yes. but they're also um, not going to be restricted. The, the people in the substance abuse unit are not going to be cloistered off by themselves forever. No, no. And uh, 
we, we were assured, and before we went down this road with CUNA, we met with Allegheny Health Network, and uh, they're the folks, the experts, and, and they've assured us that these aren't these aren't folks that we would have any concern about. These are persons who are really medically compromised. They need care in a nursing facility. And as I said, they are our, our friends, our neighbors, our family members. As, as you mentioned earlier, this is a crisis that uh, affects all ages, all persons from socioeconomic conditions, and it's not limited to any any one segment of the population. Um, and initially, you are accepting referrals only from the Allegheny Health Network hospitals. Is that correct? We're, we're accepting referrals from uh, any hospital or any referral source, but initially we'll be accepting those from the Allegheny Health Network until we have the unit up and running and have a, a better handle on uh, what what the needs are of the residents and the type of residents that uh, might be getting. And, and, and eventually, though, the goal, I believe, is, is that from uh, other hospital networks as well uh, within Allegheny County, and I thought I also saw a reference in some of the press releases to possibly at some point from people outside the county if they need the long-term care. That's correct. Okay. We will have to wait to see whether or not we have the capacity to accept those from outside of Allegheny County. I, I haven't really asked you this, and, and we're running short on time now, but is this, being, is this model being used elsewhere in the country of combining both long-term skilled nursing and rehabilitation with uh, recovery from substance abuse? We're not aware of any other facilities that have the type of embedded medical care addiction specialists right on the unit with us and uh, our Allegheny Health Network partners, they'll be there every day. So this is the something that we don't see in other nursing homes or other facilities. I, is there any any anticipation that if this is successful, that it will, that other people will be able to model it and learn from it elsewhere in the country? That's what the expectation is. We expect that if it is successful, that we'd certainly be willing to uh, share our experience with anybody who might want to uh, replicate it. In, in just the, the few minutes we have left, we have about two minutes left. Um, how is this being funded, and, and, and what is the expected expense of this, if you can say? Uh, the uh, program director that um, is one of the positions that's being provided specifically by uh, Highmark Health and, and um, Gateway Health Plan are funding that. The physician services and the nurse practitioner will be coming from Allegheny Health Network. Okay. Uh, we, we have a contract with them where we'll be paying for some of their services. Okay. And uh, how can people get involved um, with, I mean, there are the four centers. They are located kind of at the different compass points uh, throughout the county. How can people get involved? How can they help uh, their local cane center? I would suggest that they call their local center. And um, the McKeesport phone number is 412 675 8600 or the main number for the all four centers is 412-422-6800. And there, what kind of volunteer opportunities are they looking for? They're looking for people to help with social activities, recreational activities? What all are they looking Primarily for? social activities, recreational activities within the center and uh, sometimes uh, outside the center. Okay, so they don't need any special skills. They just have to want to help uh, someone who may be in need. Um and, and, and as I asked, this could eventually include some of the folks who are being treated for substance abuse problems. Oh, yes. We often see family members from residents who have been with us who, who stay uh, 
with us and continue to volunteer even after their family member has gone home or uh, to another facility. So for, for general information, 412-422-6800. Um, for information about the four cane centers in McKeesport, Glen Hazel, Ross, and Scott, AlleghenyCounty.us forward slash Kane. Uh, we've been talking about the new uh, unit that has been opened at Kane McKeesport, which is going to be able to treat people who have both a long-term health condition that they are recovering from or being rehabilitated from, as well as a substance abuse problem. Uh, it is an innovation that the Kane hospitals are working on, along with Gateway Health, Allegheny Health Network and Highmark. Uh, our guests this morning have been uh, Dennis Biondo. He's the executive director of the Kane uh, Community Living Centers. And we also talked to Mimi Verassi. She's an admissions coordinator. And my apologies uh, to Bill Lalonde and uh, Neil Bowser uh, and uh, Denise Colbert, who were all at all there, but uh, due to some audio problems we were having, we think on our end, uh, we were not able to talk to them. So thank them all for uh, being with us. And Mr. Biondo, thank you uh, for putting this together for us. Sure. Anytime. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.